Greetings, Alpha Seekers. Uh, welcome to today's ish- edition of uh, the Alpha's Next Podcast. Uh, today was an interesting day. Uh, June 18th. Uh, day before Juneteenth. So, uh, got a new holiday tomorrow, I guess. So, uh, I, pre- I think the market, I don't know if the markets are going to be closed. Or maybe close early or something. But uh, in any event... Uh, we will be watching CNBC so you don't have to. And we can usually boil down all that blather into uh, under 20 minutes. So uh, today the markets were mixed. And uh, honestly, it's pretty easy to boil it down. I honestly didn't get a chance to watch every single minute of, of CNBC today. Uh, I did my first Zoom, uh, I don't know why you call it a webcast or whatever, but we interviewed a gentleman who runs a uh, syndicated real estate uh, concern, fund, whatever, uh, Madison Investments, I think he calls it, his first name is Spencer. And so Spencer is a real bright guy from Alameda Contra Costa County, which is Oakland for those of you who don't know county names like I do, as a result of working for the AMA and traveling around to county medical societies for about 10 years. So uh, he is like a serial startup guy and worked in uh, a real estate tech fund and comes from a family of realtors. And uh, at some point, you know, he realized that the startup was eating his life and he wanted to spend some time with, like, his wife and his kids. So he started up this kind of passive income thing. And I think that's something, certainly you're going to see it on our on our website, alphasnext.com. So the thing to do, if you want to see this video interview, and fortunately this guy is a lot better looking than me. Uh, I have a face made for podcasts, and uh, this guy's like from Central Casting, you know, the startup uh, tech guy, and uh, I think he was like with six of these things that, you know, were, he's like a serial uh, startup tech guy, I think, and uh, it just was all-consuming, 80 hours a week and all that, so he... He did this thing, and they will go in and uh, find a project. Like, he has some 400-unit buildings, and he has, like, a 70-point checklist. And, you know, you'll see the interview if you so desire, but uh, that guy came across as a real mensch, as they say. Um, you know, really good guy, I thought. And my partner found him, so both of us approved so, you know, we may put some money into this uh, because it's a lot easier, I think, and safer to do a syndicated deal than it is to try to put together your own thing. We we do have one project, and as you know, I was uh, getting pretty bearish on real estate, but, you know, despite the uh, unfortunate string of tragedies that uh, we see every day in our televisions, and on our other screens, 
you know, we haven't seen the constant riots and looting and uh, really breakdown of, of law and order that I had feared, which is good. So uh, I actually had a showing in my house. We're trying to sell our townhouse again, and we get a second one tomorrow. So I'm the same couple, so we think maybe we're going to be able to sell our townhouse. So, you know, that's another positive sign, if you will, that the real estate market is not suffering. I was out tonight uh, on on, uh, Lincoln Avenue. The bars are open, and they're packed. So, you know, I mean... The, the the bad news is we're going to see another another uh, spike in 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 viruses virus COVID cases. Uh, you know they've already got it uh, up to eighty percent of capacity in the ICUs and in, uh, in Phoenix. I mean if you open up, you're going to get more cases, and the young kids may not get it, but they'll take it home to their parents or what have you, and you know. Uh, there's a price to be paid for reopening, but there was a price to be paid for closing, too. And I think after all the unrest, it was kind of hard to argue that you could keep people cooped up anymore. I mean, they see it on TV. So, you know, how are you going to keep them in? And the businesses are crying, and uh, a lot of people weren't able to get any aid. So, uh, you know, that's what it was. And uh, so... You know, people want to live in the city, even with remote working, and uh, the younger folks just want to go back to life as usual. So they have, and there'll be consequences, but the the economic implications are actually good. So, uh, you know, that, that speaks well for the real estate market, I think. People got to live someplace. And they don't seem to be afraid of multi-unit housing due to the virus. So we'll see how she goes. Uh, but anyway, that's a, that's a good interview. I think the, the Mr. Market today, or Ms. Market, or uh, whatever you want, the market, uh, was just pretty uh, indecisive. You know, the, the, the spikes in the, in the COVID cases are, are discouraging. The opening is encouraging. The Fed is encouraging. Uh, the The resistance you're getting close to is, is so it's just going to bounce around in a range here for a while, I think. I don't see any kind of a breakout coming, but I don't see a, actually a need to buy puts either. Bix went down again today. So, I mean, I think Bernanke's put is in everybody's head right now. So, and I don't think there's going to be any huge shock here of COVID-wise to the downside. If anything, your risk on COVID is to the upside because people seem to be pretending at least. They seem to be of the mindset that everything's back to normal. I just heard about the first case of an exposure from somebody I know, and so that is a little obviously... uh, What's the right word? You know, when, when somebody you know is, is exposed to it, that gets your attention. But, uh, you know, people want to get back to, to normal. My wife does. So uh, we shall see. But I don't, I don't see any huge threat on the horizon here. 
And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little more sanguine, if you will, about uh, real estate again. So that's kind of where my head's at. Uh, so watch out for that uh, interview. we got to clean it up a little bit, but this is our first video thing. Uh, we are going to be starting to get guests on either the pod. We tried to do the podcast simulcast, but that didn't work out. So uh, I think I screwed it up. So, uh, you know, but my partner is a better producer of this stuff than I am. So uh, maybe what we will do is once we get it on the web, I'll just transcribe it kind of to the to the uh, podcast. And you can listen to it on the podcast if you prefer not to watch videos. So, um, so that's about it for today, I think. Uh, let me give you a quick read on the futures. I didn't really do my job to watch CNBC today, so I feel guilty. You know, but I have my TV show to do. So uh, that involves some preparation, <clears throat> kind of. I had to put like 10 minutes into the preparation. Uh, where's Bloomberg? Bloomberg. Paging Michael Bloomberg. Uh, there we go. So, let's see... What's happening here? I got the dollar. Yeah, I got the dollar uh, currency pair trades up here, which I don't. I don't play there at all. Currency markets are beyond me. Everything's relative. It's like I don't know. Uh, Dow futures up, S and P up, Nasdaq up. So everything's up, but not by much. They're all in the green though, so that's always good to see. As an Irishman, I always like to see the green and uh, the symbology, too. But again, as we always say, you know, futures when it's dark out are not as predictive as futures when the sun rises. Hopefully the futures rise, too. So uh, that's the outlook for this evening. Uh Live long and prosper, and we will talk at you uh, tomorrow. And don't forget, go out to the website, www.alphasnext.com. Sign up for updates. And uh, so when the video's out there, you can watch. And I really recommend this because, you know, we finally have somebody on our website who knows what they're talking about. VIX went down to 33, went down by... Uh, almost two percentage points so two uh, percent uh, so that's uh, a reflection of a uh, a quiet market all quiet on the market front so live long prosper and again we'll talk to you tomorrow bye-bye